I had a very strange dream last night. On Sunday, I started reading Kimberly Smith's book, Passport Through Darkness. She is the woman who spoke on the retreat, and the book is her story of being called from this normal life and a corporate career in Alabama to following her husband's pull to ministry in Spain to discovering trafficked and imprisoned children to fighting even at the risk and with the implication of separation from her own children for two years for their release then being led deeper into sexual slavery and human trafficking that led her to eventually the Sudan. One of the stories was a woman she saw on her first trip there sitting under the tree as the men discussed what had happened in Darfur and the situation of the refugees and one brave soul who was teaching the little he knew to 153 orphans under trees, orphans who were sick and starving and vomiting and heat sick and, and putting their hearts and minds into those lessons like lifelines. From hearing your talk, I immediately was compelled to give very generous donation to that work, but when I read the desperateness of the people and I look at the richness of my life, <laughs> that generous gift is nothing. God, show me how much I can and should give financially in time and prayers. It is storytelling. Lead me to your peace building project for me. But the dream, the dream was so, so complex. There's a man and he, he was seeing something something interesting and precious. I think it's an artifact, a historical artifact. I think it was hidden in a box. Uh, maybe a 20 inch high by 8 inch wide by 2 inch deep box. And he wants to save that artifact Preserve it, hide it, take it. He's fleeing. People are chasing him. We're walking through crowds. We separate. There's a young blonde girl with me. She's not mine. She's small. Maybe she's six. We get on a coach, Seth old-fashioned, I think, horse-drawn coach. 
you get off in a home with a bunch of strangers. They're strangers to me. Let me go in. Artifacts that relate to the man and his chase keep arriving. There's something glass. Someone breaks it. There's something else. Someone destroys it. All the evidence that could accuse that man is being destroyed. It's good. They are so unaware. They are so ignorant of the value of these things. And it's a miracle. It's being protected. No one knows who I am or the girl is or that we were associated with those articles. She's sitting beside me, leaning against me, sleeping. I kiss the top of her head. Please come. They lock the front gate. The driver of a carriage quietly leads me and the girl out. And says he doesn't want me to be caught up in this. He shows me how to get out a back way or climb a fence. There's something about teeth marks, teeth mark scars. In Kimberly's book, The Women Who Are Raped in the Sudan, have teeth marks on their neck, both sides, leaving scars to show that they are raped women, unholy women, unwanted women so that they will be rejected by their families and other men. I don't know if I can trust that man who helped me, asking him to pick me up on the other side of the fence. I think I walk away and find my own way. I don't know whether to contact that man, go home, or go away. How will I get the girl home? And it's the day of my second mammogram.